0: I open with a poem by Elizabeth Bishop called One Art. The art of losing isn't hard to master. So many things seem filled with the intent to be lost, that their loss is no disaster. Lose something every day, except the fluster of lost door keys, the hour badly spent, The art of losing isn't hard to master. Then practice losing farther, losing faster, places and names and where it was you meant to travel. None of these will bring disaster. I lost my mother's watch and look, my last or next to last of three loved houses went. The art of losing isn't hard to master. I lost two cities, lovely ones, and vaster, some realms I owned, two rivers, a continent. I miss them, but it wasn't a disaster. Even losing you, the joking voice, a gesture I love, I shan't have lied. It's evident the art of losing's not too hard to master, though it may look like, write it. Like disaster. It is hard sometimes to imagine the death, the loss that is not disaster, that does not feel in the moment like just what the poet finally names a loss so complete, we are shell-shocked. We have ideas, I think, of what a good death might look like for ourselves or for people that we love. We imagine an aged person, 90s, 100. We imagine them perhaps... Lying there in the bed as if in state, not suffering, but with enough time. Enough time to say goodbye, to have the final words, the things we know we always meant to say. In you know, a good death, we think, we would have the time for that. We would remember exactly what it was. We meant to say. We would make sure to pronounce each word perfectly. So few of us are given the gift of this good death. So few of us have exactly what we might imagine for ourselves or for the loved ones that we lose. Instead, death comes imperfectly, like life. It comes in a sudden thunderbolt that we did not expect at all. Or it comes quicker than we imagined, though we thought we had prepared for it or it comes after long waiting when the losing took years and years imperfect deaths like imperfect lives and we we are filled so often i think with the pain of that imperfection the pain of what we wish We had said, what we imagine we might have whispered in that moment. It comes too when we lose people to life, when relationships that were once vibrant are severed for whatever reason. We think if only we had had more time, we might have been able to make that final apology. We might have been ready to seek forgiveness. We might have been ready to ask forgiveness. We might have said yes if we had only known to that invitation, the one we wish now so much we had taken them up on. We would have used different words. Surely the last conversation wouldn't have been that one. It's human nature to be filled with that loss a compounding of the loss itself the imperfection holding tight to us Sometimes we we find ourselves still so filled with anger for the one we have lost unable to see past that Unsure even how to get to grief and sadness. Perhaps that's happened to you. Frederick Beekner, the Presbyterian minister, wrote, Of the seven deadly sins, anger is possibly the most fun. (laughs) To lick your wounds, to smack your lips over grievances long past to roll over your tongue the prospect of bitter confrontation still to come. The chief drawback, he wrote, is that what you are wolfing down is yourself. That anger that we hold that can consume us in our life, in our living relationships, can petrify and turn hard granite when we have lost someone. But the truth is, whether it is anger that we hold and we feel we cannot move past, or bitter regret, or deep sadness, whatever it is, it can feel as though it is turning to stone inside us. When we lose someone to death, when we think that any chance for change is now gone. That we missed it, that chance. I have been thinking about what letting go can teach us in those moments. About what we can do when we have lost someone, but still have in our hearts all that we wish could have been. Perhaps it's simply more time, more days. Perhaps everything was just as it should have been and it was only too early. Or perhaps it was a radical transformation we wish could have been. Perhaps we wish everything had been different, the whole of that relationship. If only we could change it now. Letting go, I think, holds with it an awareness of that regret. An insistence that we don't simply sweep it under the rug and say, oh, everything was fine. Never mind, it's over now. Letting go, I think, actually asks us to see as clearly as we can what we wish had been. To hold it with all the pain that comes with it, to acknowledge the challenge and the sadness, the anger and the grief. And then, and then to imagine what it was we might say, what transformation would we hope for, a little change, apology, the invitation, the words we wish so much we had said, and to find a way then to say them. Because the trick is, here we still are, living. That relationship, the one with the person we have lost, isn't over, not even with death, because we hold it still in our hearts. It lives in us. And so with with the acknowledgement of all that could have been and is not comes to the possibility of change in your own heart, the transformation that still yet can come a year later, five, ten. The way that relationship can continue to morph, to grow, the way the love can deepen, the apologies that we, the living, can say, the wishes we, the living, can still hold. It's not the same. Of course not. Not nearly but there is in that, in that noticing the truth of how we feel in the articulation of what we wish could have been in the change that we might yet experience in our lifetimes. There is the possibility of letting go. Of finding what it is we choose to hold, and little by little, year by year, name by name and candle by candle, letting the rest float into the wind. We are indeed the living, the ones who continue. The one still able to change and learn to hold on and let go. To choose what it is we keep with us. What we carry with us into the years that come. This day is one way. Every day offers a different way. To hold on and let go go. I'd like to invite Karen to share with us a meditation, and then we'll go into our candle lighting ceremony after some more of our beautiful music. Thank you.